Welcome to the Amazing Education Podcast. Powered by the Ames Community School District, I'm your host, Amy Delashment. On today's episode, we're joined by Ames High Teacher and Director for the Drama Program, Melissa Kaufman. We're going to have an amazing conversation about theater aspects, her process for selecting and preparing shows to be performed at Ames High, and how theater helps in the overall education and personal development of students. Hello, Melissa. How are you? I'm great, Amy. Thanks for having me on. Well, we are excited to have you. I think there's so much fun information we're going to talk about today, and I'm excited. I'm excited to put it out there for people. We're just going to start with that basic question. Tell us about yourself and your background in theater. Sure. So I actually have a theater degree, Bachelor of Fine Arts, from Drake University. And I spent some time studying at the National Theater Institute Mm -hmm. and working in their summer concert series uh, with uh, National Playwrights Conference, Musical Theater Conference, Critics Conference, Puppetry Conference, where I got to make some really amazing connections, uh, see some really great theater from people you may know, like uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, got to help him workshop in the Heights and got to work with the Hensons on something one time. So exciting. The theater bug (laughs) bit me hard. Uh, (laughs) My husband and I did theater for a while in New York until we started having kids and found our way back here and word got around and now I get to share that love with students. What do you enjoy most about teaching theater and theater concepts to high school students? I think the most fun thing about teaching theater and the concepts that go along with it is getting to teach kids how to make discoveries. Mm -hmm. Because the most exciting thing about being in theater and watching theater is watching performers make discoveries and watching the actors as they're in rehearsal saying a line they've said 20 times and then all of a sudden they get it and it's a different way and they've like peeled this layer back on their character and have really grown. Yeah. And I think that's really awesome. And the other thing that's great is because they're so new to theater, I get to introduce different principles and techniques and teach them about tactics and this year we're doing stage combat, which is it's yeah. really fun to teach them these new skills. Yeah, I saw that for um, an upcoming production. Stage combat is an area that not all people get to experience in high school. So that's a really unique skill that they can leave with. It's true. I got to take course in stage combat in college when I was at the National Theater Institute from someone who is SAFD certified, Mm -hmm. which is very important for safety. So we actually have someone local who is. So I called him up and he's on board and it's been great to work. So we know that a part of theater is mentoring and coaching. Um, How do you approach that with young actors within the theater program? I think we probably approach it a couple different ways. Uh, Obviously, building relationships as a teacher is important first and foremost, and definitely something I feel like this district really has a good focus on, which helps. But then specifically when it comes into 
our rehearsal process and building community. Mm -hmm. As a theater teacher, you're able to play games and uh, have exercises that help build that more naturally, sure. but also help the kids to open up and feel more themselves. Yep. Uh, my own daughter, she's not in high school, she's nine, uh, <laughs> but she's just started getting involved with theater uh -huh. and attending um, a local uh, kids theater here, the Story Theater Company Tween Clubs, and when I pick her up, she goes, Mom, I can actually be myself there. And I Aww. think that's really important. Uh, for these kids to have that opportunity and in theater in high school too like I see that the kids can be themselves there yes. and it's just a fun place for them to let the stress melt from outside and just explore who they are what makes them tick what excites them yep and explore the concept of mm -hmm. another character and how that character looks at their environment and what makes them tick and act the way that they do. Um, it's a really great opportunity to even step outside of just sometimes the daily things that get loaded on us. Oh, for sure. I think it helps grow empathy uh, amongst mm -hmm. the kids who do theater as well. Surely amongst the adults <laughs> too. Sure. Because we get a chance to just see what it's like to be somebody else or what it's like to be yep. in a different environment and how that affects our bodies and our minds mm -hmm. and just how a person behaves and lives in general. So it's a really neat way to not only connect with the students on a personal level, but to help them connect with the larger world as well. Sure. Thinking about how many students you've worked with, I mean, I know you've only been doing the theater program at Ames High. This is your second year. That's correct, yeah. So not a ton of time at Ames High, but you have a, a lot of experience behind you. Any memorable success stories of working with students? You know, that moment that they make that connection um, and it feels like it's all coming together? Wow. Um, I'm not entirely sure on that but just I'm thinking back to last year working on the musical uh -huh. and musicals are a little bit different they're really fun and because they're musicals people focus on the music first and the, how pretty the voice sounds yep. and that type of thing and telling the story then trying to pull the acting into the performance of the song yep. sometimes feels secondary in a musical where developing the character comes mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. more in a play so last year, just working on some one-on-one -on -one work or one-on-three to four with some of the leads in the musical was really rewarding. Uh, the musical had some heavy uh, content where they yep. were playing adult characters, experiencing adult things like loss and love and mm -hmm. um, growing families and relationships that they may not have had. So getting to help them navigate and work through there sure. and giving them that base knowledge and then watching them grow in maturity to handle those moments was a pretty cool thing to see. You've talked a little bit about this, but maybe we can elaborate a little bit. What additional roles do you think theater plays in the overall education and personal development? You know, we mentioned empathy and um, the opportunity to be themselves and maybe even discover a whole new part of themselves they didn't know before. Um, what, el what else does theater give students? Theater gives kids confidence. I can say firsthand, I was a really, really shy kid until I started jumping into theater myself. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was around 13, I got cast in a high school play. I grew up in a very small community, <laughs> but it was a huge confidence builder for sure. me. 
Whereas I wouldn't have even wanted to approach another child mm-hmm. in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At that point in my life, I was very shy. And that was a huge builder for me because you have to stand on stage. You have to have everyone looking at you. But it helps to build your confidence skills and skills in speaking in sure. front of others yep. uh, and making your voice heard and speaking up and having a confident body posture. Mm-hmm. And when you learn how to speak and stand in a confident way, mm-hmm. you become more confident naturally. So I think that one-way theater definitely helps students across different um, disciplines and areas in their lives and as they grow up and like even want to go on a job interview or sure. become a leader in their community in a yep. different way. These are skills that they'll take with them. And then we have like the skills of coming to a rehearsal on time. So punctuality, um, yep. coming prepared, having your costume, having your lines memorized, meeting deadlines. Those are all really good life skills. Yeah, definitely. And something they take into the classroom and throughout their lives, not just um, something they're able to apply when they're in a theater Right. Role. And I think another thing that uh, sometimes hard for students is working with others, mm. especially if it's not their best friend in a class sure. or seeing how they work in a group. And theater is very collaborative mm-hmm. in nature. You have to work as one part of the whole, mm-hmm. whether you are on stage or backstage or in a light board. Like, you have to work with everyone as a group sure. to make the overall end amazing. So I think that's another really great skill that kids learn from being involved in theater. Yes, it takes an ensemble mm-hmm. to make everything <laughs> come together in theater. So. Walk us through the process of selecting and preparing a play for performance. I know for people who come in as audience members, they just see this great performance. They don't always see what goes into the background of it. So walk us through that. That must be quite a process. It is a big process at the high school level. I think in professional theater, you come across a script, you feel... uh, pulled to tell that story and in a way yes there are certain stories that I want to tell that I always have a list of stories I'm like gosh I hope there's an opportunity to tell this one at some point but at the high school level you also look at what is our interest level Mm -hmm. what is our involvement what is the breakdown of the kids that I am going to anticipate coming out for this and how can I include really good opportunities for as many of those students as possible. Sure. So I agonize over it and I read a lot of scripts and I watch a lot of shows trying to find what I think is going to be the best fit for that particular group. Mm -hmm. And not just for the kids who are on stage, but for the kids who are uh, not seen, who help do the lights and build the sets and Very get together true. the costumes and the soundscapes. Mm-hmm. And I want them to have really great opportunities too that help build them in case they decide that they want to make a career in theater doing these things. Mm-hmm. So give them the opportunities they need to grow as well. And that's step one. <laughs> and then we finally uh, apply for the rights and make sure mm. it's available mm-hmm. and get it approved. And uh, then it's just a matter of setting up auditions and getting people in the right spots and pulling it together, doing a read-through. And the first read-through is always super exciting. Uh, The kids uh, are so happy to be there. The energy in the room is crazy, but it's always a complete train wreck because no one knows what they're doing yet. And it's like, (laughs) wow, okay, so this is where we're starting. This is where we are going to go. And I know the skills we're going to develop. And it's just... 
from there, you just take it one day at a time until you see the performance at the end, and it's a lot of fun. On average, how long do you think you rehearse before a production? We rehearse um, about 10 hours a week for eight weeks. Okay. We have uh, one Saturday tech rehearsal, which is coming up for this production tomorrow. So you'll find me in the cast in the theater. Uh, We do normally around 9 a.m. until 6 p.m., incorporating all the technical cues. And then the week of the show, we have dress rehearsals. Mm. So the students actually don't leave the theater until close to 9 o'clock every night as we have those longer rehearsals, just making sure that everything is ready to go for the audience. Yep, that's when everything starts to come together. Yeah, so I'd say over 100 hours, roughly. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of time. And on top of that, I want to remind everybody, you're a teacher in the high school as well. I am. So you also have all those duties that come along with being a teacher. And that can, how do you balance everything? You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a teacher. You probably have hobbies and interests and things you love to do. How do you, I mean, I think everybody struggles with that finding balance. Um, How do you do it? I don't know. I think I'm still learning. Uh, I think you kind of look at what's most important that week and make sure that thing gets done and then have a a list that you keep just so you don't forget about something that needs to be done in the near future. And then you have to think about that work-life balance. Uh, One of the biggest things I have outside of teaching, you know, around 100 freshmen and 50 uh, speech students is I'm a Girl Scout leader too and have been for five years. So I have that group of kids that I work with and plan for and I do three kids of my own and luckily um, hobbies wise uh, besides singing at my church right now and helping my kids (laughs) with their activities Uh I don't have a whole lot else going on theater is my passion yeah so coming and helping to work with kids on shows is rewarding for me and it is something that I really enjoy Mm -hmm. I think as the years go by, I'll get better at balancing things out and figuring out the right breakdown of how to break up my time for Mm -hmm. success across everything. But I think it's wonderful. A lot of people understand when I'm in a busy season and that things will balance themselves back out. Yeah. And I think we talked a little bit about this earlier. Um, Sometimes it's that team that you surround yourself with. And uh, we, we talked about spouses. And, um, you know, sometimes they pick up that, that additional uh, weight of things when we're kind of in a busy season. So Oh, that's true. I don't think I could do it as a single parent. I definitely need my other half to yeah. help out a little bit at home. And I've got a great sure. team of other English teachers at the high school who are so supportive. I have an assistant director. And I have very good communication lines with the administrators at the high school. Mm -hmm. And I feel really grateful that I'm able to have all of those connections to feel things out with with people and let people know, hey, this is where I'm at here. This is where I'm at here. Don't worry about this. This is coming. And it all just seems to work out in the end. It always comes (laughs) together. And I think, too, it's important to mention the, the aspect that these are high school kids that are watching us as adults. And what a wonderful example that you're setting that um, 
you can follow those passions and you can keep building on those skills and you can teach other people those things. And yeah, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to balance everything. But uh, I feel like it just wouldn't be right if I didn't mention that our teachers are doing this every day and and you're just one example Mm -hmm. of what we're putting forth to these young adults. So in your experience... How does participating in theater benefit students academically? We talked about that building confidence. Um, But what else do you see as they are working through their high school years? Um, What else is really helping them from the academic perspective? I think, again, just like meeting deadlines and being prepared Mm -hmm. and knowing that you have an end in sight in a project and you have to work towards it to get the result that you want. And I have had some of the students who've been in the productions in class as well, and some of them keep coming back, even though they're not in my classes anymore, <laughs> just <laughs> if they have an open period, you know, sure. because I think if a student has a, a space, mm-hmm. if it's a physical space where they've had success mm-hmm. and they've seen their work pay off, they want to keep feeling that. Mm-hmm. It becomes addictive. Mm -hmm. It does. (laughs) So then they strive to keep making those connections and making those things happen. Just yesterday, I had two students who'd been in a previous class and previous shows with me had an open period, and they wanted to sit in on my class again and just be there. Sure. And I think that's great because it's fostering their love for education and just growth of knowledge and continuing that path, which is what we want them to have. We want them to hunger for the next thing to learn. Yeah. And I think that's wonderful that that's happening. And I don't know if it's just uh, specific to theater or not with helping them with that. But I I think it's just learning what it feels like to work hard and then have Mm -hmm. a visible success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And really building on that collaboration and teamwork. Theater does not happen independently. Um, I think. That's just not, a, it's just not a space that can happen. Um, it takes an entire group of people to pull that off. So what a great skill going forward to learn that we all contribute mm-hmm. in our own unique ways. I'm sure you've had some students that are looking to maybe pers- or aspire to pursue a career in theater or performing arts. What advice would you give to them? Wow. Uh, well... The first step would be to make sure you are well-rounded because then Mm -hmm. you will be marketable. Having worked and lived in New York a couple of times before making my way to Ames, the people and friends that my husband and I have who have been successful or more successful are the people who don't just have one trick. They're not just an actor or just... um, a sound guy like they have Mm -hmm. more things that they can do more things that they can bring to the table and when we talk about that collaboration piece theater more than ever now is completely collaborative Mm -hmm. Uh, you need to be able to come to work come to a production come to just the basic table if you will with all of your skills and all of your cards and how can you pick up and make this thing work yeah It's not a job where you come and you're like, well, this is my title. This is the only thing I do. And then I go home. Mm -hmm. Nobody would want to work with you. It's just, that's how it is. And the more skills that you can get under your belt, 
the more people you'll work with, mm-hmm. the more people you will know, mm-hmm. which leads to the second part, and that's connections. Sure. Um, with theater, if you want to be successful, you have to know people who are successful or who are going to become successful, and you never know that person you're working with what's going to happen next for them. Sure. Um, it's just one of those things where the theater world's pretty small. Sometimes mm-hmm. we hear that phrase like six degrees of separation. Yep. There are a handful of names that people would know that I could say, hey, I'm like three, four degrees of separation away from, in one case, two. But it's you just need to continue to put yourself out there mm-hmm. to be confident, to mm-hmm. know that you're going to hear no a lot more than you hear yes. Yeah. A lot more than you hear yes. But those couple times that you hear yes – Every day is a job interview, and if you want to hear yes again, you always put your best foot forward. Sure. And uh, if it's something that you passionately love, you hold on to that and don't let the grind of it mm-hmm. hold you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great advice. So how do you see the future of high school theater evolving at Ames High? We have this amazing performing arts center. It's a beautiful space, Um, but we know that aspects of theater just keep evolving, and there's different technology and um, different skills and ways of looking at things that are always coming to the table. So how do you see that evolving? I have so many exciting plans for the future, more than I have, uh, I guess, more than I could ever make happen on my own or have the time to do on my own. Uh But we have a lot of thoughts and plans and dreams for this space. You are right. We are blessed with one of the most beautiful facilities in the state. There are so many opportunities with having a facility Mm -hmm. like we have now. And we've only scratched the surface. Sure. With having uh, just myself and uh, my assistant director, who are essentially English teachers. <laughs> well, yeah. not even, I wouldn't call us theater teachers. Yep. I teach a drama yep. class. But I think when it comes to looking at the space we have and what some of the other larger schools have in the state, the first logical step would be an actual theater program with more classes that the students can dive into. Sure. I would love to offer a theater makers class and acting and directing mm. and a, a theater production class when some of the more technical aspects of sound and lighting design. Mm-hmm. I would love to build a collaborative class with our uh, industrial tech teachers and have oh, a yeah. set construction. These are real life skills that the kids would be so marketable with mm-hmm. if they came out of high school and then going into college or just directly into career paths to be successful within this art. Mm -hmm. I also think it would be really great to, down the road, even add on to have a technical director for our space. When Mm. we talk about the beautiful, expensive facility that we have under the right set of hands to, like, really maintain it and grow it and show people what it can do, it would just be such an asset to our program and growing theater arts and the output that we see mm-hmm. from what we put our hearts into mm-hmm. by having those resources really taken advantage of here. Mm-hmm. And really, there's such a great opportunity. I know um, you tend to see the onstage thing, so that's what you tend to think about. But the skill set that goes into what goes on backstage, mm-hmm. um, I think is, it. I just wish everybody could see it from 
lighting to costumes to sets and um you know there's a safety aspect in that too that people have to be aware of and um how those things convey the messaging and what's going on what an excellent opportunity for students to leave with some of that more technical background Mm -hmm. of what's going into theater one i don't think we hear about often enough because like i said you see the on stage you sometimes Forget about what goes on backstage. Um, So fun question now. What is your favorite play or musical and why? Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) I am probably the worst person to ask that question to. (laughs) I am one of the most indecisive people in the world and have a hard time beyond like a favorite color, having a favorite anything. Uh Uh, I guess for me, I tend not to just – focus on one production or um, one lyricist or playwright, I get really excited just reading new works and seeing new things. And I love when media gets mixed Mm. or when classics get retold in an exciting way. Um, And up and coming, well, she's already successful, but um, a modern playwright who is making waves right now is Kate Hamill. Mm -hmm. She takes a lot of classic works, like things like uh, Jane Austen type stories like Pride and Prejudice, and Uh she makes them modern and picks these female characters that were only kind of one, two dimensional and really grows them into these amazing characters and tells these stories from a more modern feminist standpoint, which I think is really interesting, especially in modern times to hear what the story would be like if it was happening now. Uh, She's got a great version of Peter Pan (laughs) that's brand new and not available to high schools yet. But I'm always looking for the next big thing, and that's kind of what makes me go. Yeah. Um, So any memorable moments from past productions uh, that have really stayed with you over the years or something that it's just a memory that always comes to mind when you think theater? I think the first thing that wowed me back when I was 11 and saw my first, well, Broadway show, but it was in Toronto, uh-huh. uh, was when I saw Phantom of the Opera. Ooh. And I heard Christine hit that high C and saw that chandelier drop and all these iconic moments in theater. I went around singing like Christine, the character in Phantom of the Opera, for a good <laughs> few months. Sure. And it kind of just didn't come back. So when I think about creating theater and creating these moments, I want people to go away with a moment that just leaves them in a wow. And when we started last year with the first production I brought to the high school of Trap, that was a meta thriller, if you didn't see that one. But I wanted to come up with a couple of moments that would make the audience kind of catch their breath and be shocked and like walk away being like, what did I just see? Uh, that is exactly <laughs> how I walked away. Exactly. I took my middle schooler too. Mm-hmm. And we we were almost speechless in the car on the way home. <laughs> I, I think at one point she did say, what, I, I don't, what, what did we just see? Mm-hmm. What just happened? Because it really was kind of thrilling. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Theater matters is something that a lot of people say, but why does it matter? I I think it matters because 
it makes people learn more about themselves, but it also leaves people having experienced something they wouldn't ordinarily experience. Yep. And then take these experiences with them wherever they're going to after they leave the auditorium and mm-hmm. their seats. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it matters. So to just provide people with those moments. We know the Ames High Musical is always a favorite. <laughs> Can you share with us what's coming up? I can. Um, The Ames High Musical this year is going to be mid-April, and it is Mamma Mia. So we are taking it to the ABBA tunes. Uh, The kids are excited. Uh, The community we've talked to so far is excited. It's going to be a big show. It's a huge undertaking. It's a beast of a musical, but it's a really good time. Yes. Okay, and... We're going to go back and we're going to talk about your show mm-hmm. that's coming up. Yep. So we you, you're you going right into Tech Week we next are. week. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful that you could <laughs> pop in and do this with me really quickly. Um, but talk a little bit about that production that you have coming up next week and what the audience can look forward to. So we are doing a production called Marion and the Merry Men. It is a brand new, uh, just published this year, version of the Robin Hood story. Mm -hmm. So it is a classic story that almost everyone knows and loves anyhow. Um, You know, stealing from the rich to give to the poor, rising up against tyranny, uh, a lot of that good fun stuff. Mm -hmm. But this one uh, focuses a little bit more on the character of Maid Marian, which is why she gets a call out in the title. And lets us see a little bit more of how she has an important role mm-hmm. in how the story unfolds. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good relationships in there. There's It's a total ensemble piece. We have 31 people in the cast. There's a lot of kids moving in and out of the stage, uh, a lot of fun costumes and changes and character arcs and twists in the story. But uh, the biggest thing that I mentioned earlier is we did hire a choreographer for mm-hmm. the stage combat, yep. um, Brandon Brockshish, and he has helped us take the stage combat to the next level. You will see quarterstaffs and broadswords and other found objects that make their way into some really <laughs> fun fight scenes. There's also dance choreography in the banquet scenes. We've added a lot into this play. The energy level doesn't drop. You get to traipse through Sherwood Forest and through the castle, and it's just a lot of fun. I'm excited. I can hardly wait to see it, I think. Um, I, too, love those stories that um, take a classic and put a different twist on it, or you're looking at everything from a different perspective of another character. Um, So I'm really looking forward to this one. We're excited to share it with the community. We think it's going to appeal to all ages. Great. Easily. It's a great family show to bring everyone out to. Everyone from your, I have a three-year-old. He's been having fun at rehearsal occasionally, (laughs) too, up to great-grandma. Like, I think everyone is going to really find something that they connect to with this show and just walk out of the theater having had a good time. Well, we'll include all of that information um, for how to get tickets um, on our website, aimcsd.org, and then it'll be on our social media as well. So as people listen to this podcast, they can um, also get that information too, so they can come out and see the show. Melissa, thank you for joining us today. Um, 
I love theater. I could probably sit here and talk with you for a long time about theater and we could get really in depth, but we'll just have to invite you back and do another podcast. That'd be great. Thanks so much, Amy. Thanks for being here. 